Hello, welcome to Sideline Story, a podcast all about sports and sports stories behind the scene. I'm Yang Guang, and joining us here are Brandon Yates and Fu Yu. The UEFA Champions League quarterfinal action has concluded. Both the English Premier League and the Spanish La Liga have two teams reaching the last four. Among the four clubs, Manchester City survived two hard battles with Atlético Madrid to progress one nil on aggregate to the semi-finals. The two teams had some chaos emerging at the end of the second leg tie in Madrid. Today, we will touch on why Atlético's football style has caused controversies. Stay tuned. Well, it obviously was a tough win for City. For most of the second half in the return leg, City was in a resolute defensive formation. It was rare to see.、Um, during the stoppage time, both sides' players were involved in a mass scuffle. After Felipe fouled Phil Foden, Stefan Savage tried to pick the injured Foden up off the floor,、uh, which caused the brawl. And then players. Took it to the tunnel as well. Apparently, City fans would not be happy about how Atletico played against their players. Kevin De Bruyne、um, came off during the second leg match and received the treatment. Kyle Walker hobbled off after clashing with Ryan Lodi. John Stones said after the games that.、Um, Phil Foden was definitely targeted by some Atletico defenders after he caused many troubles to the Spanish club in the first leg. So back to that midweek game, was Atletico playing dirty or just playing their tough football? Yeah, I think you know, with in terms of Atletico, I think "dirty" is quite a strong word. You know, I think that they have a completely different style of football to a lot of teams, particularly obviously Manchester City, and I think that. Their style of play is definitely something that fa- football fans or neutral fans don't like to see. Although it does seem to be something that Atletico fans actually like to see.、Mm-hmm. I think they like to see their side show grit and determination and doing everything that they can possibly do to win a game. However, with that being said, in the first leg of that quarterfinal, and I think it could potentially be the first time in UEFA Champions League quarterfinal history, they, Atletico didn't register a single shot. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty remarkable.、Um, so you know, it calls into question their tactics. However, you know, Simeone and some of the Atletico players have come out and said, "Look, this is the style that we think can win us the game against a side that has so much attacking quality and can really punish you on the break." So I think that they were potentially too def- too defensive or too concerned about City scoring, although it did you know limit their scoring chances and they only managed to score one goal. But I think you know I don't necessarily think Atletico's tactics are dirty. I just think they did what they felt like they needed to do、mm-hmm. to get to the next level. I think both sides, of course, wanted to win and progress, you know, to the next round of the Champions League. And we just saw a real clash of styles. And in the end, I think it was good that City did go through because you know football won in the end. Essentially, you know, attacking football was the victor.、Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting if Atletico had gone through. But、um, it's just a style of play that obviously Atletico Madrid felt like they needed to play in that particular game against that particular side. Yes, certain incidents、um, were dirty. You know, some, like you said, some of the、um, the actions of Savage and、uh, the red card and that kind of thing. I don't, you know, compared to some of the dirty scenes that we have seen in the past. 
I think it's very minimal. You know, with VAR, teams and players can only do so much mm-hmm. without being caught. I don't necessarily think their tactics were dirty or their style of play was dirty. I think they definitely wanted to rattle Manchester City mm-hmm. and limit their scoring chances and kind of throw them off their game. But I think um, with VAR, it's pretty much impossible to be dirty these days. So, yes, it was a very defensive style. Yes, it was, you know, sort of anti-football from a neutral fan's perspective. But I wouldn't call Atletico's style dirty. I just think it was kind of anti-football. And at the same time, they were just doing what they felt like they needed to do against a side that just scores goals for fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's absolutely necessary to play aggressively against the city if you want to stop their attacks. But um, um, for you, do you think Atletico played too aggressively? By my impression, Atletico Madrid are a tough team, but they do seem to have a lot of tackles that the players think they can get away with. Mm. Um, and um, the Atletico Madrid that I'm familiar with is a team that's um, that's always more aggressive against stronger teams. Like playing against such a big team at City definitely brought out the aggressiveness in themselves. Um, But in terms of the second leg um, against City, I think Atletico's players were aggressive um, during the second leg and uh, turned even violent when Felipe and Stefan Savage provoked Mm -hmm. Phil Foden toward the end of the game, which escalated into a larger scale clash that involved many more players from both sides. Mm, To me, Atletico Madrid at that very moment looked like a team that couldn't accept defeat gracefully. (laughs) And they they were the hosts of this of this game so um and they went on to provoke city after the game in the tunnel which is not acceptable that's not how you host a champions league game in terms of whether they're playing tough or dirty i think there is a fine line between um how you define their style Mm -hmm. of play uh, to me, a tough team is a team that puts on a convincing performance, whether uh, whether it's a brave attack or a solid defense or anything that shows their determination and courage. I think one recent example uh, might be Inter Milan in this in this year's Champions League. Uh, like in their campaign. Uh, in the round of 16, despite a 2-0 home defeat in the first leg and playing with 10 men in the second leg against Liverpool. Despite trailing 2-0 from the, from the first leg, they still managed to beat Liverpool at Anfield and uh, they were the first team to defeat Liverpool at their home this season. So I think that's a team that showed their determination. And I believe uh, any team that plays like Inter did will win the respect of both sides. I doubt Atletico Madrid put on uh, such a convincing performance that uh, convinced both players and fans from both sides that they were the better team. Uh, in this tie, although I believe uh, they thought they should have been the better team because after the game, uh, there's a statement from the team, uh, also from the coach, saying that they are proud 
of their players about how they performed against City. But at the end of the day, it's City that progress into the next round. So. I think I also tend to agree with what Fuyu was saying. There's a fine line between, you know, being defensive and being aggressive and also just, you know, dirty play. And I think that, um, you know, one or two individuals, particularly um, Stefan Savage, you know, the captain of uh, Atletico Madrid, Mm -hmm. um, I think there were a few incidents where he took it over the line. But at the same time, you know, he is the captain of Atletico Madrid. It was on his home turf. So I think that he must have had plenty of emotion going through him. And I think he let his emotions get the better of him in one or two instances. And I also think what Fuyu was saying, some of the incidents in the tunnel after the game, that's completely unacceptable. So I think there were a few isolated incidents where Atletico Madrid, the team, and certain individuals took things too far. Um, But we also need to remember that at this particular stage, on this particular evening, you know, sometimes emotions do get the better of certain individuals and players, but at the same time, you know, they need to also remember that they are representing their team, their city, and they need to kind of hold it together at certain points. And I think there were... You know, I don't think Atletico's intentions were to take things that far. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying earlier, I think they wanted to be aggressive. They wanted to be in Manchester City's face. They wanted to rattle them so that they could then throw City off their game and then potentially have one or two opportunities to score goals themselves. Um, but unfortunately, I think one or two individuals and in one or two incidents, Atletico Madrid did take things too far. And now they could potentially be classified as a dirty team where they might not necessarily be that way. I just think that they potentially let their emotions get the better of them in one or two incidents. But unfortunately, you know, you can play a, a, a perfectly clean game for 90 minutes, but, you know, one or two incidents can ruin your um, your game or your, even your reputation. So I think that's something that Atletico Madrid's going to now battle with for the next couple of seasons, being labeled a, a dirty team. Mm-hmm. Yes, or an I... anti-football team. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I guess one or two incidents may not give you some impression of this of this team being dirty or being anti-football, but um, so many cases have occurred upon this team, Atletico Madrid, mm-hmm. and I guess that's where, especially for neutral fans, the impression came from. Um, I guess this impression actually stemmed from different perspective. Um, for example, some fans would say Sergio Ramos is a very tough defender and a true leader. I believe Real Madrid fans have tons of compliments for him. But if you ask um, how a Barcelona fan uh, would see him after his notorious tackle- tackles on Lionel Messi in those El Clasico games, or a Liverpool supporter after his action towards Mo Salah in the 2018 Champions League final, um, they may have quite opposite um, comments. Um, This may be true with um, other players like Pepe or Atletico's Koki. Do you agree, Brendan? Yeah, look, I think, you know, some of the Atletico Madrid players will say this is the style or this is the the kind of game that we wanted to play to win the game. I think that, you know, I suppose it's confusing from a football neutral perspective considering how many attacking players Atletico Madrid have. I mean, they've got, you know, um, Jal Felix, they've got Griezmann, they've got uh, Suarez, who's, you know, kind of a bench player these days. But, I mean, they've got attacking quality. And like you said, they've got Koke and a couple of, you know, uh, decent midfield options. And, of course, they've got strong defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, in terms of the style and, you know, in terms of being aggressive team or aggressive players, you know, it, it, it does also, 
the perspective argument does come into play because, like you said, someone like Sergio Ramos, who has about 50 million red cards to his name <laughs> and has uh, and has been considered a, a dirty player throughout the years. You know, Real Madrid fans will, will consider him a, a, a true leader, a warrior, someone that's doing everything that he can to mm-hmm. fight for his team. And the same can be said for someone, you know, in Barcelona's past, uh, Carlos Puyol. You know, he was also someone that was extremely right. aggressive and also kind of played on the edge. And, you know, Fuyu was saying earlier, and I, I go back to it, it's a fine line. Um, and I think that, you know, it's interesting, you know, obviously at, at, we're looking at, at, at Atletico Madrid right now and we're saying that they did cross the line at numerous points. But it's interesting um, that you brought up Sergio Ramos because he crossed the line countless times <laughs> and especially in big games, you know. But, uh, but, you know, in those, interestingly, in those times where he did cross the line or where he did potentially go too far, his team would normally win. Mm-hmm. You know, so if Atletico That's Madrid true. had won, it would be interesting to see what kind of conversation football fans would be having about Atletico Madrid's style and if the players did go too far. I know Manchester City players and the manager, of course, would be, you know, speaking about how Atletico Madrid are ridiculous and they're anti-football <laughs> and they, you know, they, 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 they're tearing football's reputation apart. Um, but they did lose, you know, and um, I think that's that that would be an interesting conversation. I think ultimately... Tactics will be looked at differently considering the results. So if Atletico Madrid had won, we would say, oh, you know, Simeone's a genius and that style is, you know, potentially a way of winning games and going through to the Champions League. But, you know, ultimately he did lose. That's true. Well, Atletico's um, performance has, of course, been criticized by British media after their elimination from the Champions League, especially from some tabloids. A Daily Mirror sports writer says, quote, um, imagine supporting a team managed by Simeone, including Filippi and uh, Savic, and actually wanting them to win what a bunch of animals. And a Daily Mail football editor who was at the Wanda Metropolitano Stadium described Atletico's action as Genuinely disgraceful. Some newspapers also call them absolutely lawless. Um, they are angry, partly because City is an English team. But when I checked the online community of football fans in China, the comments they put there um, surprisingly in the similar tone. And here are some what um, they have said. This is why Atletico hasn't won the Champions League. They don't deserve one. Um, I have to say, their action is humiliating football. There's no sportsmanship in some Atletico players. Uh, well, since Diego Simeone took charge of Atletico, they have risen very fast. Simeone has won two La Liga titles, one Europa League title and one Copa del Rey trophy with the team. They have grown some extinguished characters. Their defense is hard to break. um, They bring great intensity to the game and uh, would make it quite difficult for their opponents. Their style of play has long drawn um, since then criticism, but is very pragmatic in terms of getting points and winning some key matches. Um, But um, back to their style of play. Are you a fan of Atletico's football? Definitely not. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think um, when it comes to their style of play, I think, you know, when when I'm when I'm thinking about you know them being defensively strong and that kind of thing, and we've seen it with teams in the past, and I, you know, we go back to Sergio Ramos, um, and I, I, that kind of links to the question you just asked now. 
does their style of play work? I think that style of play works for the defenders. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you've got a defensive unit that is extremely aggressive in your face, pressing, trying to rattle a team, that's fine. But you can't have your entire team sitting behind the halfway line and defending for an entire game. I think that the, those tactics went a little bit too far. Look, they were playing against Manchester City, which is the most free-flowing attacking side that potentially we've seen in years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got star quality all over the pitch. So I guess Atletico just felt like the best chance that they had of getting through, particularly in the first leg, was to just defend, 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 and then hopefully get something in the second leg. But I don't think that's the way to play. You know, I think that's I think the likes of you know Savage and players like that could have been that aggressive. Um, obviously, you know, in the second leg he took things too far. Mm-hmm. But I think that level of aggression from defenders can work. But then the rest of the team has to play football. So you have to give you know those attacking players that Atletico Madrid have the chance to um, at least receive creative opportunities and scoring opportunities, and you need to let the midfield compete with Manchester City's midfield, and then when they get the ball, not just pass it around and, and try and hold on to possession, but actually try and create something. So I think that's we've, what we've seen from successful teams in the past. You know they've got really hard defenders. So for example, Real Madrid had Sergio Ramos and Pepe, and of course they are two of the hardest, potentially most dirty defenders that we've ever Mm -hmm. seen Um, but then they also had incredible midfield talent and of course you know the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo and Benzema up front I know Ronaldo's not there anymore but I'm talking about Madrid teams from the past Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's Atletico Madrid's mistake I think that they took the defensive tactics and the aggression way too far so their style of play can work up until a point but I think that Simeone and Atletico Madrid took the defensive tactics too far particularly in the first leg and then in the second leg I think they let their aggression and their emotions get the better of them and I actually think that that played in Manchester City's favor so I think their intention was to be defensively strong and to rattle City but um, they took things way too far. They were far too defensive in the first leg, like I said, and then in the second leg, they were way. They took things way over the line in terms of letting their emotions just completely overtake them, and they actually really let themselves down, and they could pot- potentially face um, sanctioning uh, from UEFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, their football is not beautiful football, or not at least even creative. Um, but some fans would argue that... Um, their football represent the blood and iron of the football side um, and uh, represent the toughness. Similar with um, <coughs> maybe Jose Mourinho, his mm. theory of football. For you, what do you think? I, first of all, I don't pay particular attention to Atletico Madrid that much, but I have no problem with how they choose to play as long as it works for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I agree that at least in the Champions League game, over two legs against City, um, they were too obsessed with uh, defending against City's attacks. Um, in the like in the first leg, uh, Diego Simeone packed all his players in their own half to defend City's attacks. But um, they were like like I mentioned earlier, they were more aggressive in the return leg at home because Atleti needed goals to progress. Um, I, I respect that choice, but uh, I, I, and I am sure what I think doesn't matter for the team and it won't change the result, but I doubt if it's their best option um, because 
packing the packing all players in the same half and also playing like the way they did in the second leg seemed to have worked and subdued City because they only conceded one goal in mm-hmm. um in the first leg, but it also compromised Atletico's own attacking power. Um, if they had dedicated more like more of their energy in the offensive. Um, I think a, uh, we might see a different turnout, a different result out of this tie. Mm-hmm. They do have some attacking options, as you said. They made City struggle in the second half. Um, Pep Guardiola admitted that his side struggled during the second half of the return leg match, but at least they edged past the Atletico in the two-leg tie. Um, it reminded me reminded me how Bayern. Um, facing the same opponents, um, failed under Guardiola's charge in the Champions League in the 2015 to 16 season. They were knocked out by Atletico on away goals.、Um, I still vividly remember、uh, that was a very narrow loss for Bayern, but they encountered some similar situation like、um, City. Uh, met、um, on Wednesday, Bayern was all out attacking, but was beaten on the brick. Atletico made some efficient counter attacks, and it was totally their game pace.、Um, compared with Bayern,、um, Brendan, what has Pep City done right to beat Atletico in two legs? I think the first thing in the first leg was that they scored a goal. So I think they,、mm-hmm. um, you know, the fact that they managed to break through、uh, Atletico Madrid's Unbelievable defensive tactics, where pretty much all eleven players were just sitting and waiting, you know, hoping not to concede. I think that con-、uh, scoring that first goal was crucial for them. And then in the second leg, I think they knew that certain players would get targeted, and they knew that Atletico Madrid would be、um, extremely aggressive and in players' faces and just doing everything they can to rattle City. And I think that. Certain City players reacted to that very well. You know, we saw images of Jack Grealish making comments. We saw images of Full Foden laughing at Diego Simeone screaming, and you know.、Mm-hmm. So I think that the City players were prepared for not just the aggressive style, but also some of the you know the comments and、um, pot- potential dirty or foul play. So I think that in that second leg, the fact that City weren't getting As rattled as Atletico Madrid were expecting to, them,、uh, expecting them to get rattled, I think that in turn, funny enough, rattled Atletico Madrid,、mm-hmm. and that saw their players becoming even more aggressive. So I think that's potentially where City had the edge over, you know, Pep's Bayern. Just from analyzing those two、uh, quarterfinal games, I think yeah, that that would be the two key standouts for me. Of course, scoring that first goal. I think if it if that game had ended zero、uh, zero. It, the second leg could have been a lot more interesting, but I think so. Scoring that first goal was crucial, and then in the second leg, I think just the way that the City players kind of handled that Atletico Madrid、um, aggression and you know potential over the line foul play, I think that's what sent them through to the next round.、Mm-hmm. Um, well, City's next opponents could not be more difficult. Guardiola also says Real Madrid. Is a more challenging rival, and they would have no chance if they performed like when they played against Atletico. For you, who do you think would come out as winners eventually? Oh, based on their forms in this Champions League campaign, I think Man City 
because they are simply too strong and have such depth, so they will put immense pressure on Real Madrid's defense, which is aging. If you look at their two-leg game against Atletico Madrid, look how much effort Atleti put into defending against City over two legs, and it still didn't get them through. So I doubt Real Madrid's defensive players will be as flexible to stop City's attacks. But on the other hand, they've got this. Champions League gene, and they are very experienced. And also, they've shown resilience. And Real Madrid's attacks are—they've、uh, got better attacking players than Atletico Madrid. So I think they might be able to steal some goals. But、mm-hmm. I think eventually it'll still be City into the final. Right. The Champions League semi-final action takes place later this month. The other tie would see Liverpool versus. Villarreal. Meanwhile, towards the tail of the European football season, the title contention across different national leagues is now in final stretch. I believe more excitement will await us in the following month. Okay, with that, we will wrap up this episode of Sideline Story. For more information, you can also check our website radio.cgtn.com. See you next time at Sideline Story.